Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with me, Ant, and I'm here again with Dave. Hi. And we're going to start chat with the PlayStation Plus, the new, not all of them, ain't got time, but Friday the 13th and Laser League. I'm going to hand this over to you, Dave, because I don't know anything about either of these. Um, <clears throat> I don't know too much. I do I do know details, but um, Dead by Day, like, you know I like that, don't you? Um, what do they call them? Asymmetrical? Um, multiplayer when it's like one v four basically, and um, or four v one or you know outnumbered. And then um, yeah. Friday the Thirteenth is the same. But um, I think in Friday the Thirteenth you can pick up weapons and attack. Um, Jason Voorhees. Um, I'm not sure what's happened with the game. I think this, I'm not sure if the studio been moved onto a new project, but it's basically on there now. It's good timing. It comes a month after Dead by Daylight went free. Um, I suppose it's nice to have a mix up. Um, I doubt it replaced Dead by Daylight for me. I haven't played Dead by Daylight for a while, but um, that is a good game, to be fair, and it's free now as well. Obviously, you've probably got the free version as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the other game, just in case no one knows, that Friday the 13th, like I said, it's 4v1. The killer's objective is to just kill everybody before they escape. Your objective, a bit like Dead by Daylight, is to find the keys to the car or I think you call, call in help, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, the other game, Laser like, League. It's like different Jasons, isn't it, from the different films? Yeah, like? and he has different powers with his different skins and suits and stuff. Yeah, like to really yeah. tie into the film. Yeah, Films. <clears throat> but um, the other game, Laser League. Now, about a year ago, I read about this, and people were raving about it, saying it could be the next big thing since Rocket League. It was that good. And then when it came out, it came out for free on live. Is it live or gold? Whatever they call it. Mm. and um, a bit like Rocket League did I don't know how well it did on Xbox but when it came out on Playstation I think it was only 11 or 12 pounds not bad but I'm going to guess it didn't sell well at all because it's free obviously now on Playstation Plus mm. it just needs um, an install base if it's like yes. Rocket League and to me um, I'm glad it's gone through because I forgot about it to be honest but it was one of those games which was on my list but obviously now it's free you'll probably download it we'll probably give it a try that's what it's like um, but yeah I, I like multiplayer games but I like um, I'm not big on like the shooters the competitive shooters I'm just not good enough basically yeah and um, then you have all these issues with PES and FIFA where people like watch the replays and they try to antagonise you and I just want to go and have a bit of fun mm. that laser league a bit like Rocket League it looks like up, more up my street where you can just go and have a good crack and then come off and not feel stressed so I'm looking forward to trying that one so what, what do you actually do? You, yeah, you'll be in an arena. Um, I'm not sure if it's 2 or three, two v 2 3v3, three 4v4. Three, three, four four. And in the arena, there's like lasers, but you set them off and you have different abilities. And the lasers, say if you trigger one, it might go from the left of the screen to the right. Now, if it's a blue laser and you're in blue and the other team's in red, the reds are obviously going to dodge these blue lasers. But you can set off your lasers to get the blues as well. And they go in different shapes and they spin around, like in a cross shape and they spin around and then a wall might come across the screen and there's one gap. Or you need to use your shield because each character has a different ability like a shield or 
you know, different abilities. And um, it does look good because you're kind of watching what the opponents are doing, but you're trying to set off your traps as well while dodging traps. It sounds so it's kind like, of a, like a versus puzzle game almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like <laughs> one eye on one thing and one eye on another. Mm. And it, I suppose it's more like you'd be using your peripheral vision. You'd be staying at the centre of the screen, controlling your character and doing everything that you need, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it looks good. And I think I would have picked it up at some point. But I think what was putting me off, obviously, I'm part of the problem, obviously. I didn't pick it up at the start, so the install base isn't there. It's, it's a vicious circle, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, but now I suppose there will be more of an install base. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, so, yeah, that looks good. And then there's a couple of others, Rocket Birds too. I enjoyed the first one. I heard the second one's a lot better, so that's a good addition. It's like a side-scrolling shooter. Um, the Bridge, you probably know a bit more about that than me. I've been looking at the bridge for ages, like, it goes in the cell and I'm tempted and I played the demo, yeah. it on the Switch a little bit, the demo on there as well. Yeah. And I always think, it's good, but would I, you know, stick with it or play it? Is it worth it for the money? No, it's yeah. free, so I have to think about it. <laughs> I can see how far I'll get. But yeah. it's, um, I don't know what the artist is called, who they're based, like, the design of it on. Is it Escher? Escher's yeah, drawing? Yeah, that sounds, that sounds familiar. Yeah, where it's like impossible drawings that don't make sense if you look at them too long. And you're stuck in these pictures and twisting them and turning them and trying to get out or solve a little puzzle Ooh, within it. it does you've sound sold good. it to me quite well there. <laughs> <clears throat> so it is interesting and good. And it's like a hand-drawn look to it. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing there's a story, but I don't know what that would be. Yeah. But it looks good. And I've always been tempted by it, so I'm glad it's gone free. That's been knocking about for years, that game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to get that. I and there is one more. 2040-40 Memories or something, which neither of us know a lot about, but that looks intriguing, to be fair, so maybe that'll is get that, downloaded and played. Is that the VR one? No, the VR one's not. No, it's not. There's no VR one this month. It's just knowledge is power again. Oh, right. But, um, Which is great. Everyone should get knowledge as power. That's good. Yeah. There's a new one that's coming out soon, isn't there? Um, There's a whole bunch. Yeah, there is a new knowledge as power, which I think should have been a, an add-on pack. You know what game... Quick link chat, but you know that one that um, interests me? Is that, that multiplayer game with the... I think it's Ticket called Train. To Ticket to Ride. Ticket to Ride. That's the one, yeah. Yeah. That looks really interesting, that does. I've played the actual board game and I really enjoyed it, it. Is it good? It, yeah, it's really good. It's perfect. Well, how do you think it'll adapt to the phone then, the game? Well, perfect. Because you yeah. all have your cards on your phone, you play to the main yeah. board. It's, it's a really good board game. I just I just think the link play games would be, if they just had online components, would be so much better. Yeah, it would. Because how much fun would it be able to play like Knowledge's Perry, like me and you, maybe Chris got involved? You know what I mean? I think it'd be great. It would. But there is a lot of waiting around. Yeah. Like, if you. If you were sat on your own playing with people in, in other locales, yeah, it'd be a lot of just sitting on your own. But you'd have the chat, I suppose. Yeah, 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 it would work. I don't know if it's possible to, to the phone link and that. Do you know what I mean? But I guess it is in this day and age. Must be. Yeah. Well, even if you didn't, well, even if you didn't use anything within the PlayStation, you're all sat there with your phone. You could surely yeah. do a group chat on the phone. With the yeah. app in the background. 
I don't know. Anyway, Ticket to Ride is a is a very good board game. So mm -hmm. I'm sure it will make a good. And I don't know how much I don't know how much of that there's going to be because there's there's multiple multiple add-on packs for Ticket to Ride. And if they sell all of those. What is this? Bundle. The actual board game is more. The actual board packs. game, yeah. There's like America, Europe. Is this is this um, accessible for children? Ticket to Ride, or is it a bit too complex? Mm. How young are we talking? Both of yours? Not, yes, six and nine. I don't think my. I don't think Nora, who's six, my little girl. I don't think she'd have the concentration for Ticket to Ride. Mm -hmm. But there was some news about Nintendo having. A partnership with the German board game manufacturer who make like all the board games, don't they? Germany, mm. <clears throat> and they're going to be bringing loads of board games to Switch, which I thought was interesting. But mm -hmm. I think they work better with PlayLink on PlayStation. Yeah, you got a good point there. There's nearly always some element of you having something that other people can't see. Yeah, which is perfect for the phone or tablet. Yes. I mean, on on Switch, unless everyone's using their Switch, you need multiple Switches. Yeah. But. Remember those games we got back in the day, um, like The Weakest Link and multi, um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on the PlayStation? And they never really worked playing them around the TV, but those would be perfect now on a phone, wouldn't they? Yeah. Like a good trick. I mean, I know you've got knowledge is power, but, you know, something like along those lines, those trivia games like Buzz. I'm surprised mm. Sony haven't tried to do that on Link Play. That's got to be coming, actually, isn't it? It's, yeah, it, that's what my cousin said to me. Cause he's a mad, mad, mad Buzz fan. <laughs> I mean, he's got every every edition he can think of, and you know, he, he always gets his. Is it PS3 last on? He always gets it down, sets it up at Christmas. His, <laughs> his family have massive sessions on it. See, that'd be perfect on PlayLink. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, PlayStation. Absolutely platform. perfect. Yeah. I wonder if that technology is exclusive to Sony or whether. Other like Nintendo or Microsoft could do. Well, because what you'll find is Nintendo will do it next year, and everyone will say that is a true innovation. <laughs> <laughs> when Nintendo do it, Nintendo do it right. <laughs> well, yeah, <Do laughs> just like it's... online. Meow, <laughs> 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 meow. <laughs> do you think the Nintendo audience is more open to new ways of playing? Because basically, every new Nintendo is a new way to play. No, what I think and. And I don't mean this in a snide or nasty way. I think a lot of tr big Nintendo fanboys and that they will gobble up anything Nintendo throw at them. So the That's sales will always look a lot better than possibly the you know like a, Microsoft now use like attach rates. Mm. Say, oh yeah, we sell this amount of games to consoles, and people go, oh that's crap compared. That's way better than Sony's. But don't forget, Sony got like eighty plus million out there. I don't know what Microsoft's is, but I don't think it's even close anymore mm. yeah I don't know mate it's 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 a weird one isn't it I, I do think like I think what the thing is that this generation is more so as well like people are saying oh the indie games are selling better on Switch than Playstation and Xbox no that's a given because I think Nintendo this time the fans have realised we've got to support the third party this time you know like it's honestly I don't think it's that if no, no, I'm not saying that's it's just oh, that. Yeah. What I'm saying is uh, that is one element of it, and then I think the other element of it is the fact that because it's portable, a lot of people are like, well, this is great because now I can play those small indie games on the way to work, on the mm -hmm. way back from work, on the commute. Oh, look, we're going out for you know, um, oh, no. 
if you, you go out with somewhere that your kids can take it with them like a DS and play it, those little things help. Uh, what also probably um, helped is the fact that FIFA's a bang, it meant to be a banging good game, both iterations on the Switch. Oh, okay. So that would be brilliant for, I mean, they're saying the shit. It's not quite as good as PS4 and Xbox versions, but they're saying it's not just a reskin. They've mm. done some work with it this time, which is good. Um, One of the things I, I think I that still helped... think Konami are missing a massive trick, not having Pez on there. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd get Pez on there. I yeah, really would. I think that would be so good for them. But um, there's, I think there's lots of reasons why it's doing well. I mean, obviously, the indie store, I think a lot of people have complained and says the games are more expensive on the Switch than PS4 and Xbox One. Now, whether that's because Nintendo charge more of a fee on top, I don't know. For the privilege of that you have portability built in with these games, I do not know. But um, or it's just the developers being a bit cheeky. So I, I don't know how the pricing structures work. <clears throat> um, there's loads of factors why the Switch is doing great, and I'm glad it's doing great, to be fair. I just hate it when you always get the, oh, it's sold more than the PS4. So, they're different beasts, you, you know. They, on one hand, when someone says, "Yeah, the Switch can't run this game," and then someone goes, "Yeah, it's, a, it's not, a, it's not meant to be in the same competition with Sony and Microsoft." Yeah. It's a handheld, but then they're quick to go, "Yeah, but it keeps selling it." But you just said it's a totally different market. So, apples, what's the saying? Apples and pears, or something like that. Oranges and pears. Oh, I don't apples know. and oranges, I think. Apples and oranges. That's it. So you can't make, <laughs> you can't not use the comparison there. And then say, "Oh, it suits my argument now." Mm. You know, I think they're both great consoles. I think, even to an extent, I think Microsoft have got a good console. It's just, in my opinion, I just think it's been starved of content. They went, they just went about it all on this generation. Yeah, I'm going off topic here, but yeah, we're way off. Just, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say you're probably going to bring it up, but I, I've like cashed in on my Xbox. Just oh yeah, I've got this in there. Yeah, I got rid of it. Um, and the best thing about this was hear this one. One of the lads on the forum said to me, Dave, you've got to play Ori in the Blind Forest before you sell it. So I bought it, didn't I? And I said, all right, I'll play it. Mm-hmm. So I put some new batteries in the pad because the, patri- the batteries in the pad are died again. <laughs> um, They're battery pads still? Yes. Uh, apparently this is better than what Sony and Nintendo do with is it lithium batteries <laughs> or wired. Yeah. Oh, much sense. better. Much yeah, better. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, don't forget that, and it is still 1998. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but also, and the other thing is, I could not adjust the pad, and that's not me saying it's a bad pad, that's just me saying I've been playing Sony games on familiarity for that long. My thumbs just don't like being in that, is it inverted? Is that what they call it? That awkward, in one my up, opinion. One up, one down. Yeah. yeah, and that's not me saying it's a bad pad, it's, it's not... It's just not. I can't. I never feel comfortable playing that way. Basically, um, I think. I think the pro pad on the Switch is that way. I yeah, it is. No yeah. It just feels so odd when you're racing in the game and you try to use the. You're using the left stick, but it feels weird because your thumb. My thumb just feels unnaturally high. Um. Anyway, I, I loaded up Ori in the Blind Forest and got to the start screen. Press A. Press A. It's loading, okay. Screen froze. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so my son starts laughing. because what was that? I says, just need to reboot. Reboot. Same thing again. I thought, okay. Uh, my son says, take the disco down. I went, no, it's a digital game. Yeah. <laughs> so, fingered it, did it again. Third time, lucky, I thought, no. Right. 
delete it and reinstall it. Now we all know that Xbox takes absolutely ages to install games. Does it? So oh, it's a horrendous. That used I don't to be know like why. Microsoft are meant to be the, you know, they're meant to be the daddies at this kind of stuff. Yeah. This used to be um, the complaint levelled at the PlayStation 3. Yes. You ask one PlayStation <laughs> later and message Chris and say, Chris, just give me a quick <laughs> quick opinion quick on what you think about the in- install time of Microsoft games. And um, I reinstalled it now, look, and I thought, how can the digital game be broken? That's crazy. Was your um, OS up to date? Tried my other, game, my other digital games, all work fine. That's so weird. I was like, you know what? I'm so can I swear? I can swear. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so fucking glad I've got rid of this piece of shit. <laughs> uh, I just thought I just thought because I went on Forza uh, Horizon Three, I think it was the last one that came out. Mm. And my son loves it. To be fair, I don't like it. it the controls on they're not full on arcade. They're not sim, obviously. They just feel like a mixture of both. And I'm not knocking the game. I know loads out there love it, but I just thought. Still worked for me. Plus, I'm not a big. The only open world race I really, really enjoyed was Need for Speed Rivals. Yeah, some people are getting foggy now, but that got the cops versus racers part perfect. The racing part wasn't great when he was against the cops, but the cop part was brilliant. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just I don't know, mate. It's not that it's a bad console. It's just that Microsoft fluffed up the line so early. I think that they're just. Maybe that's why the installs and all that was such an issue with it because they're thinking TV, TV, TV. And they're thinking TV, 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 to be fair, right, but about 10 years too early. Mm-hmm. You know? <clears throat> it just, they just they tried to force an issue. Which, it's like these 4K TVs going, yeah, 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 4, 4K Xbox and 4K PlayStation 4. They're not even a, they're not even mainstream yet in TV, you know, in people's houses. Mm. A lot of people don't have true... HDMI TVs, yeah. They probably still have those fake HDMI ready TVs. Mm. A lot of people do. But no one's, it's not like. I didn't know there was a difference. <laughs> yeah, I think the HDMI ready on the display, like, is it 720 or something like that? I don't know. I've got a new one, so I'm in the clear. Yeah, but back to that, like the 4K, it's not like. It's a bit like Blu ray. The best way to put it is everyone's saying, and this lad was saying to me about the 4K when it came out, he's saying, Oh, Blu-ray is definitely dead now because 4K is going to kill. I says, mate, don't talk wet. A 4K Blu-ray is twenty-five pounds. You can get them in deals now for like two for thirty and two for twenty-five. That's still so too much. Blu-ray doesn't even outsell DVD, and no. so how is 4K going to overtake Blu-ray and DVD? And let's not forget, the digital era is still in its infancy, but it's growing so fast. Mm. You won't get people like me, if, like my son, he won't collect films like me when he's old. He might because of he's my son, do you know what I mean? And he, see yeah. what I, he sees what I do. But you'll find a lot of people out there, they just use the, they buy the codes, they buy films online, they store them in the massive hard drives, terabyte hard drives, and, you know, through the Sky Store and through Netflix. and You know I, what I mean? I wish there was a unified place where you... Yeah, for re- digital films. Yeah. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I sell all my codes because I'm like I'm not having four or five different platforms mm. where I've got to remember all these passwords to log in to watch a film. It's crazy. I mean, I've got I've bought one film on Amazon Prime, mm. a digital download. It's in the cloud. I can watch it whenever. That's Trolls because my little girl wanted it. Yeah. But now I've got an Android TV 
and the Google stores there. Mm. And Amazon isn't on it. It's a weird oversight of the Philips TV that they don't have Prime. You can't access Prime. There's not an app for it. So I can't access Trolls through my TV, even though it's a smart TV. But I can access the Google Play Store. But if I sell this TV at some point in the future and get a a non-Android TV, say... Yeah. Like I get an, an LG which has its yeah. own web OS thing. I don't know if you can get the Google films on there, but I should probably be able to access the Prime films. And then yeah. if you buy like a 4K film, you get the digital code. But that yeah. links back to the studio's own thing, doesn't it? I don't know how that works. There's too many places. Oh, each, the TV arena is just a fucking minefield anyway. I mean, I want a new TV, but I just don't know what to buy. I was like that. You just don't know what to buy. Cause the other thing as well is, being a gamer, you're kind of like, ooh, should I wait to see what the PS5 is and then see what opinions are? What, then, not for then, you, then you've got to buy a PlayStation 5 and a telly. Yes, that's true. But, you know, <laughs> you haven't got to buy the newest model then. No, if, the, if they still work well on the older, like, 4K models or UHD models, whichever you prefer, then you can still opt for one of those. Hmm. All I know when when I was looking at it, it's like if you can get an OLED, get an OLED. If you yes. can't, here's a million options. Yeah. It's like Jesus Christ, I'm just gonna get an OLED. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gonna yeah, spend yeah. the extra and be just happy that I've got a really good TV. Yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> Luckily, I was in a position to be able to do that. Yeah. But if I didn't get that, I think I still would have got Philips because they were getting rave reviews. I mean, you have to do mm-hmm. a lot of... It's not simple. You have to do a lot of, like, diving into menus, switching different things on and off to get the best yeah. picture. And they said... Is that every fit, time you use it or just to set it up? Just to set up. Yeah. But they said with the Philips TV, you have to do... You turn it on, it looks a bit garish. You have to dive yeah. into the menus and do all these tweaks, which I did, and then it looks yeah. good. But some of the tweaks mm. are really counterintuitive. It's like turn off motion blur so you do that or some sort of tracking thing and it improves yeah. the picture it shouldn't I'm guessing it should work better with this technology on but they yeah. said turn it off improves it in the wind and it did <laughs> yeah but yeah crazy but it's, it's the backlight the backlight just makes the telly so much more interesting I love it yeah that's Philips exclusive yeah I like that I think I've seen that yeah, it's really good. On the adverts. Mm. You can well, that was get... a bit of a tangent. It was. <laughs> that was a bit of a tangent. So we used to say tangent. Yeah, tangent. <laughs> let's uh, let's get back on to the plan. Jack. Yeah. Um, talk about games. Um, Red Dead Redemption Two is out very very soon, yeah. and you've made the interesting, some would say evil opinion, uh, decision to not. Buy it, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've that's at to some Dave people, Holmes eighty two. <laughs> yeah, it's it. It looks from what I've seen so far amazing. I haven't seen gameplay trailer two, and that's a conscious decision because I don't want to get like feel like I need to buy it. And the why I don't want to buy it is because I've played. I mean, I know Spider Man's not the biggest time sink, but I don't want another massive time sink this year. I think I've done what else have I done, Ant? Time sync wise, 
God of War was a big time sink. That was a big game, a good game, way better than Spider-Man in my opinion. Um, it was a time sink, but it was it was pretty much this is your storyline. You can feel yeah. a bit, but here's your story. Yeah, but yeah, did you get the Batman on God of War? No. Th- that's maybe why it felt like more of a time sink to me. Mm. Um, and Spider-Man, although I did it in two, two and a bit weeks, and I really enjoyed it, I felt a bit burnt out just constantly doing all these little icons on the map. Now I know some people say, you didn't have to do that. But <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted the platinum because I'm a whore, and <laughs> I, I felt like I was getting more value out of it by doing that, which I think is why they had that stuff in. And it, it was good. A lot of them was good. A lot of them was bad. Well, not a lot, but there was a few bad ones in there. But um, it's just, I don't want a massive time sink. And as good as Red Dead 2 looks... I know because it's Western that I will just get hooked into it and I need to play Pez. I need to start finishing my VR games and I need to just finish some of the games that I really want to play. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've got like Nia, is it Nia upstairs or have you pronounced it? Yeah. I've got Hat in Time, I've got a ridiculous amount of VR games I want to play through. And there's just other games on my hard drive that I haven't even downloaded, installed, which I forgot about. I was looking through the library the other day and I thought, Jesus, I really want to play that. <laughs> yeah, you've got Mad Max to play. Yeah, that's another. I mean, that's a massive time sink, so that probably won't get touched. But if I, if I do fancy another time sink, I think I'd rather play that. And you know, cause you raved about it, and you said it's it's a good game, and it's right you know, up your street. You'd love it. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Really I will get Red Dead Redemption Two at some point, and the prices aren't going down, so it's not like I'm going to miss out. You know, no. I'm not going to like pay any more it'll stay at the same price for probably a year knowing a rockstar game but um the only way i probably possibly would get it is like i said to you my daughter wants a playstation it might be best off for me to get a red dead redemption 2 bundle and have the game that's true and unless it's a digital code but i've heard it's a 105 gigabyte install yeah i think that's with the disc yep that's massive i've basically got to delete god of war and spider-man yes I mean, it's, you have to double up, don't you? So it's like 50, 52, but you have to double up and make twice the space for some reason on PlayStation 4. See, yeah. I've got 106. Yeah, my mate, what um, Paz was explaining it to me the other day, how it all works. Like an 18 gigabyte game will need about 32 gigabyte spare on your hard drive to install for some reason. So is that 105 gig? Is that what you'll need, or will you need something on top of that to make it play as well? No, it's fifty. It's, they reckon the game's about fifty-two to sixty gig. The hundred and five is. I don't know. I don't know why it's one hundred and five. It needs spare. But you need that. Yeah. Total. That's your total yeah. figure. Okay, I reckon I can do that. If I delete Spider-Man, I'll be able to reinstall it and have my saves there, won't I? You say that though, and you probably need about one hundred and fifteen spare because it's going to get patched. Yeah, yeah. But patches overwrite a lot of the original data, don't they? I don't know. I thought they just added to it. Looking at Drive Club and Gran Turismo. No, I think, I think if it's like it rewrites code and stuff. Okay. I think. Okay. We've got the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so you're skipping Red Dead for now. Yeah, I think I will be. Yeah, I'll say I think I am. I am at the moment. I'm not pre-ordering or anything. That's probably good for the podcast because it's all I'm going to be playing for months. Yeah. Which it will be a bit of a shame. Yeah, but I can still bore everyone to tears about Pez. (laughs) (laughs) 
Let's talk Pez, because I've been playing a lot of Pez since I finished Spider-Man, and I have mm-hmm. been loving it. This is the uh, 2018 light game. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I love it. I'm tempted to get the proper Pez, but I don't... It's 40-odd quid I wouldn't need to spend, because I'm really enjoying this one. It's 29 at the moment in some stores. Don't tempt me. Because <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I'm missing is being able to just go, Dave, give us a game. Yeah. Remind me I'm not as good as I think I am, Dave. <laughs> I don't think I'm half as good as I used to be. I think I'm doing all right on mine. Such an odd odd, um, odd thing playing Pez. You think you're good at it and then you play someone you think, yeah, I'm not that, like my mate at FIFA and that. I think I'm good at Pez and FIFA. Like when I, well, not FIFA, but any of Stockholm players still play me on Pez. <laughs> and it's because he, he plays it like a game, whereas I try to play it like Harold like to play real football. Yeah, I try to play like football. Yeah, he plays it as the game, like he knows what's wrong with the game. He figures it out very fast. Mm. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm really enjoying it, though. I don't often win by more than one goal or lose by more than one goal. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good at matching... I mean, even on this one, where sometimes it takes a long time to find me a game, I guess that's because more people are playing the new one. Yeah. Like, I was, I've was, i been playing just against the computer in the My Club bit. We'll pull someone's team that someone's crafted, and I'll play against that team. Yeah. But I've switched to Division now, because I've got an OK team, and I'm playing against other people online in the leagues. Yeah. And, uh, oh, it's good. It's so good. It's so good. It's just so... Oh, it feels so satisfying and annoying when you lose to a shit goal. <laughs> so I do struggle sometimes to pass it out. Yeah. I, I just... Some people just seem to instinctively know what I'm doing before I do and just they're stood in the right place to intercept my pass. Yeah, that's Both just... Off. Yeah, I hate that because it's like they know the flaws of the game. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not one of these who can be bothered to set up the team and everything. I'll just like to press start play I'll check if anyone's on green or above and they're in the team good to go bang yeah I don't start moving players around a couple of slots to the left oh yeah no you know play a deep line with a holding me no have you okay, got let's go have you what are you playing on PES 19 are you playing my club I, pl- I don't play much my club. I don't understand that game. That's, I can't be bothered to understand that game is what I should say. It's really simple, the, I think. What do you play? I don't like the way you have to try and get certain agents to be able to sign certain players. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't, I don't do that often. I've tried to get a right-back scout because yeah. I'm desperate for a right-back. I've only got the one I started with. Yeah. To be fair, because he's the only one I've got, he yeah. plays a lot and he's improving loads. He's pretty good now. Yeah. But yeah, I, every time I, I go, I pay 10,000 game credits for, which I haven't I haven't spent any money on this at all. I just earn them no. by playing. Yeah. And I go to the, the top scouts who guarantee you a good player. Yeah. And I, but you can't guarantee what you're going to get. You just go, right, you find me a defender. And there's just one scout for finding defenders, one for midfielders, one for yeah. strikers, and I think one for goalkeepers. It's like, you find me a defender. And five yeah. times in a row, he's found me a goddamn left-back. <sighs> left-backs. I'm inundated with amazing, well, yeah. good left-backs. Thankfully, some of them can play in the middle. So yeah. And one of them can play in midfield if I need them to. I've just got loads of left-backs. And you can't sell them. You don't get money for selling them. It's quite frustrating. 
Yeah. Top Sorry, up. mate. Messi's just scored a, a beautiful goal for Barcelona. Carry on. <laughs> Speaking of football. Um, yes. Yeah, topic. <laughs> I quite like the scout thing because if you could just bid for any player and buy and build your dream team. Yeah. Everyone would have the same team pretty much because they know which yeah. players to buy. But with the scout thing, your scout has a rating, you send him off to buy a player, and then there's balls spin. You get white balls, brass balls, gold balls, and black balls, and silver balls, yeah. gold balls, and black balls. Black balls are the best. I've never got a black ball. But they spin round in a roulette wheel. You press stop, it slowly comes to a stop. It's like a loot box. And then you get a player. Yeah. If you get a white ball, you're like, oh, that was a waste of money. You get the brass ball, that could be good. Gold ball, really good. The silver ball, pretty good. Gold ball, really good. The black ball's the goal. I've never had one. Such a low percent chance of getting it. Did you see that the other day about the foot FUT from FIFA? The percentages they had to reveal them. Oh, no. Well, you know, like the, say, bronze, silver, gold, and above. I think for the bronze, it was 83%. I think for silver, it was. 50 something percent for gold it was like 15 or 18 percent for a black ball or whatever you call it the equivalent in FIFA it was one percent one percent yeah and I'm going to guess Pez is along the same lines probably the generous five percent well it, it tells you in Pez before you Does go it? in because your scout has like a rating of oh what? I bet you a lot of people who play FIFA don't know that no I bet it's hidden but in Pez yeah. it's like this scout is this four-star rating is a good scout. Yeah. And you can double up on scouts. You can have up to three scouts. So, like, one yeah. that specialises in strikers, one that specialises in the African League, mm. and one that specialises in explosive power players. Yeah. And that all... I get all that. Yeah. I just I like the fact that... I just don't understand why they can't just say... Make it a bit simpler and just say, look, um, you can have a bronze, silver, or gold scout, and they, you know, that or a black ball scout and that will mean that you can find that but the black ball scout's obviously going to be more expensive you know what I mean yeah but then, and then people just save up or spend actual cash and just get black ball scouts there is a special mm. scout which is shaded out on my free version I don't know if that is there in the paid version yeah but special scouts so I don't play much my club I, I kind of play um, the become a legend a lot more I like that I enjoy that a lot more but I, I, what I like about my club is I do like the reveal when you when you get one of the balls and you wait and see who you've got. I like oh, that. I think yeah. That's really good. It is. It's addictive. And yeah, I thought to myself last night when I was desperate for a right back. I thought this was free. Maybe I should just buy some credits. Yeah, <laughs> and just you know, give them some money and get myself get myself some like a good right back because you can. Yeah. there are really good scouts that you can bid for with your in-game currency. Mm-hmm. In fact, when I log back on, one of the auctions will have ended, and I'll know if I've got a right back coach, right back scout, and then <laughs> I can just send them off to find a right back. I'll take any right back. I just yeah. need a right back because my one gets knackered. And yeah. then when he's knackered, I've got to push um, my central defender out to the right. He can do it, but he's not as comfortable. Yeah. And that brings the team spirit down. Have you got that harmony team thing in the old one? Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen that. Yeah, and it goes up like ninety-one percent, ninety-two percent. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it seems to really affect the way the team gel when you play. Maybe it's yeah. psychological, but if you can get it in the high nineties, they. I think it just might improve like your chances of. Like, let's say you're playing with, I don't know, let's say Alan Shearer, 
and he's got like 95 shooting at the box. If your team spirit's not high, that probably drops to 88. Right. I think that's my guess. I think it just adjusts the stats mm. and form, stuff like that. I think it adjusts the passing and the reaction. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, so like yeah. an 80 player, if, you, if you've dropped down your spirit, it probably turns into a 72 player or something daft. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense. That's good. Though. I'm, like, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. I was saying last podcast I was talking about um, possibly deleting it off. Yeah. No, I'm fully sucked in. Yeah, I'm playing players that much that I'm actually tempted to buy the USB this year or, you know, get the, the kits on the mm. USB. Yeah. So I can have a look. So I'll be probably playing that for a while because I'm really enjoying it this year. It's a good game. A couple yeah. of flaws, but like I mentioned before. But yeah, overall, I enjoy it. And I like, oh, it's become a legend, which has got me hooked this time. And mm. probably the Master League when I hit that again. I don't know what I've got on my free version. I've got my club. I, I haven't got become a legend. You've got exhibition as well, haven't you? Exhibition, yeah, all that stuff. But I'm really enjoying it. It's really good, just good football game. I can't believe yeah. now that I was a FIFA guy for a little while. Yeah. But Pez did fall off for a little bit, didn't it? Yeah, FIFA, Pez fell off bad at one point. I think it was around the time of FIFA 11. Yeah. FIFA 10, FIFA 11, around about then. And it didn't come back for a while, for a long time. I had steps every year, yeah. Although I've heard chat that this year's FIFA is very, very good. Yeah, I enjoyed the demo, but it was just too easy, and it just—I didn't feel like I was having to try too hard to break teams down. Mm. Felt a, lot, a bit like basketball again, quite end to end. That's not me saying that it's too arcadey. It's definitely not. Seemed like as much sim as Pez but it definitely feels more like end to end than building up and like in Pez I just feel like even if I get to their box I might have to go back to the halfway line to restart and you know what I mean rebuild the form the um, attack yeah I love Pez I scored a screamer last night I was um, <laughs> headed, I took a corner they headed it out fell to my guy on the half volley smashed it keeper got a hand to it and he just pushed it further into the corner yeah it was glorious <laughs> glorious <laughs> I saved the uh, saved the replay because it was against yeah. the actual player so I couldn't faff about it too much at the time so I need to go back in and I might stick that up on Twitter or YouTube or something yeah I'm very pleased with that one that was my right back I think <laughs> you have to put it on I'll have a look at it yeah did you see my chip that I put up a little while ago my volley chip I think I did that was a great. I game. think I did. Yeah, that was a good one. I got the FIFA. He's got his claws in me, Dave. Not FIFA. Pez. He's <laughs> got his claws in me. So much so <laughs> that we've, we're rambling on. Let's talk. Um, let's talk about <laughs> the sad news about Telltale Games. Yeah, that is some bad news. Yeah. Um, we heard rumblings of it. Was it earlier in the year that uh, there's going to be layoffs? I didn't expect them to shut down. No, and, it was so out of the blue. Yeah, and it doesn't look like the new the um, Walking Dead season three is going to be finished by the end, by the look of it now. No, I think they're taking it from digital storefronts. Yeah, episode two comes out, which isn't the end of the thing, and then just stop in apparently. No, it's a shame. It is a shame. I mean, I say that as someone who hasn't bought one of their games for quite a while. Mm-hmm. But they didn't move on. Well, in my opinion, and obviously I don't know how the business works, but I just think 
They were just doing too much. At the, too much. I mean, apparently they had 400 staff. That's, I don't know how true that is. Yeah. That's more than a AAA studio like Batman Arkham Knight and, well, they you know, and off, probably Ubisoft. They laid off, was it 250 and kept 25 on or something to finish the last episode of, or the second episode mm-hmm. of The Walking Dead Season 3? Yeah. That is a lot of staff. They, won't all be, be, they probably won't all be game makers. They'll be like marketing and other Well, bits. I heard one story about a, a, one of the... Person, people laid off. They'd just moved there two weeks earlier. And yeah, moved all the way across the country. Yeah, with his family, and now he's got no, disgusting. No it has to be on the cards two weeks prior, doesn't it? Yeah, and they got laid off with no severance pay. Oh, disgusting. How can yeah? How can you be hiring? It, what should happen now is all their games should go on sale to try and f- fund. Some severance pay for those employees. Yes, I agree and with Sony, that. Microsoft, everyone should say, "Look, we'll slash our fees just to just so that we're only getting the fees for whatever it costs us to sell them." You know, what tax wise, and then you can keep all the profit and um, pay your employees some severance of some, of some kind. Yeah, I think as well. Like I said, mate, um, they had the Walking Dead, which was the first hit, wasn't it? Yeah, big hit and too. Then, that was like up for game of the year and stuff yeah I can't remember what came out next um, but they had obviously The Wolf Among Us which I don't think sold well but it was a fantastic game um, Borderlands which was brilliant I didn't buy that till it was in the sale but uh, that was absolutely brilliant that was and then they had Walking Dead 2 a couple of they had a small Walking Dead game in between that but I think they just took too much on trying to like doing the Marvel Gardens of the Galaxy then they had Batman, and those licenses couldn't have been cheap for them to acquire. No, no way. No way. You know, and I just think they should have just maybe had two projects going at once, or one, or hey, if you want to sell the game at full price, how about you finish all of it at once instead of episodic and release yeah. release it as one game at once, say at the £20, £25, I can't remember what the season pass was. And I bet you would have sold a lot more if it was all available at once to play through. Then. Yeah, because very often it was... It was on sale three episodes, episodes in. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I mean, I would want the whole thing available to play, so I wait. Yeah, because... They, it wasn't even like one a month. It was like, we're still working on episode three, so, you know, just hang on. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I loved Life is Strange, and I don't regret buying it. Full price, I think it was £18. It first came out, all 16 but... Don't get me wrong, for example, Broken Sword, I love that, but by the time the second episode came out on that, on the PlayStation Vita, I think it was first, it had gone on sale, and <laughs> I was infuriated, because I was thinking, I've paid full price, and everyone else can buy it for 50% off. And, and catch up to exactly where you are, yeah, it's annoying. Yeah. But how does that yeah, work? It's ridiculous. They should have had it, like you say, completely finished, and then plan it, one a week, not even one a month, an episode a week, like a TV series, old yeah. school. It's different and, then, isn't it? And yeah. Like, or at least have like a warning saying, all right, this game isn't going on sale for a year. I mean, there's been a couple of developers who've released games that said, look, if you want it, buy it at the start because it won't be going on sale for a year. There's been mm. a couple of devs have said that. Indie devs. Well, fair play to them because at least they're giving you the knowledge that, look, yeah. you can wait eight months, but it won't be on sale for at least 12. That's, that's clever because a lot of people... And I'm guilty of it too. I'm like, I'm not going to buy that now because 
you could, some yeah. games you can just tell that's going to be cheap in a month or that's going to be PlayStation Plus yeah. in like six months. Yeah. So you just wait. And I, yep. I was guilty of that with Telltale games for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was. But that was because why would we pay full price at launch? Yeah. If we knew, yeah, that game was going to be on sale by the time episode three came out. And the sales were so good too. There was that yeah. pack, isn't there? It's like a yeah, 70, 80 quid pack, like most of yeah. their catalogue for like 10 quid. 30 pounds, yeah, some stuff like that, wasn't it's it? Crazy. All, like price. six series. Yeah, it's like all their big hits. Yeah. I'm just wondering what happens now. Can they all the games off the storefront, or just what this one that's not complete? It'll be the incomplete one because you can't sell an incomplete game. That's crazy. But, what, but then, what, where they, does the money go from the other games? To the bankruptcy, to the firms they money to? I think they haven't like disappeared. They're still there. They're just yeah. not operating properly. So there's still a place to receive the profits. But what happens to those profits? I don't know. But they should go to the old staff. Yeah, it's a shame. It really is. It's more of a shame for the people than the fact that we won't get any more Telltale games. Mm. As daft as that sounds. But well, but like you said, there were too many run. teams working on too many things. It should have been because it made them not very special. There's always a new Telltale game out. Yeah. Well, exactly. The Walking Dead three still. Isn't finished, obviously. No. Um, there's meds been working on the Wolf Among Us too, yeah. um, and then don't forget Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger Things. I was looking forward to that. that as the first one. I was like, oh, yeah, I might get that one. Like, yeah. quite early. Mad. Such a shame. But it's not even like the games ran well. They were buggy and glitchy, and oh yeah, yeah. Because, I did read about that. They were saying, like, the ex owner, director, whatever, was adamant they had to keep using this engine. They were really patented, and obviously, he was making money off every game personally. That's why he wouldn't let them upgrade the engine. But eventually, when he was fired, that was when they decided to change it, apparently. Yeah. How true that is, I don't know, but I've read about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've always wondered if it was because you could get the game on your PlayStation or on your phone. So yeah. I, had to, I had to operate on many, many different things. Yeah. I don't think um, Life is Strange helped because that was that was better than all their output. Yeah. Similar yeah, similar game type. Yeah, I would say it was better than I would say it was better than almost everything, possibly apart from The Walking Dead season one. Season one of Walking Dead was really special, to be fair. It was, but that's because it was new as well. Yeah. And like I said, they didn't evolve their formula at all. Yeah. And mind you, if I went back to Walking Dead Season 1 now, I might go, hmm. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you think about it, when you played, um, not Walking Dead Season 1, uh, what was it? No. Beyond the Storm, Life is Strange, the second part. Mm. That didn't hold up so well, did it? I haven't finished. I haven't, yeah. I've still got to play that. I'll, this is stuff I want to play so I can delete yeah. it and get ready for um, yeah. Red Dead Huge Install. I want to play that. Yeah. Dive in and see if there's anything I really want to finish on God of War. And then I've got Borderlands installed. Um, the Telltale one. Which I've only yeah. played the first episode of. So I want to blitz through that as well so I can delete it. That's like 9 gig. I just need to trim some stuff. Yeah. But anyway, Telltale Games are no more, and that is quite sad. 
yeah, very sad. But, you know, it's happened to bigger studios, I guess. The thing that struck me is how sudden it was. Just like on Twitter, oh, they've, they've shut. Yeah, Telltale's gone. Yeah, and it seemed to be in a really good place. Yeah, it felt like it. You know, they announced The Wolf Part 2 and um, Stranger Things. And... Yeah. But they had, like, plans, like, money income plans for the future. Mm. The games can't have been selling well. I think that's possibly what it was. I'm sure I read something about The Walking Dead Season 3 sales being a lot lower than expected. I think that Maybe comes down to, like, that... like we said, just too much from them. Lost its specialness. Yeah, I agree, mate. I agree. And I think with the games as well, like, because they were so desperate to get them out there, I think the first episodes would come along and they'd be good. And then the next episode, sometimes they'd be late or they'd come out on time, I suppose, but they felt rushed. No, they were always late. They were always too late. They should finish the whole series, plan yeah. the drop, like the, the uh, episodic yeah, drop. And then go from there. Not still be working on episode five when yeah. four's just dropped. Anyway, we almost moved on and we got stuck back in. <laughs> um, let's talk about a hat in time that you've been playing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's one of those little 3D platformers. I bet everyone's played it on, by now compared to me. Um, it was on PC for a good year. I think kickstarted on um, Kickstarter, obviously. Um, I think the block was a massive Mario 64 fan or something like that, but um, it's got a really good, nice little charm to it. Um, it's a bit more adultish than um, what to call it, um, Mario. That obviously, cause there's talking in there, there's actual speaking Mario characters. Talks. He says, Yeah, he does. Yeah, and the block gets paid a fortune to do that. Um, <laughs> Tours the world with that. Yeah, and then. Um, you know, they say some some things we drink all, like, uh, what was it she said? Like, like kicking their asses or something. And it, it literally was something like that, but uh, I thought you'd never see that in a Mario game. <laughs> no. um, but it's good, it's got a nice little charm. You can have different hats which give you different abilities, and then you can pin badges too, which give you like different abilities. Like, you can, um, one of them is like a magnet, which, you know, the orbs and that, you collect all the little jewels that get sucked up, obviously, when you're in close proximity to them. Um, you know, little things like that. Um, one's an umbrella, so when you jump from big heights, you float towards the floor like Mary Poppins. Um, and then obviously the hats give you different abilities, like running fast. One's turn into a a big block of ice, which is like a ground pound basically. Mm. Um, one of them shows you where your next objective is, and what was the one I got last night? Which um, she makes potions, which are like explosive. And yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, don't get me wrong, it's the camera, it's kind because of, I'm, I'm going to be lenient with it because quite forgiving. I mean, because at the end of the day, this was probably made on less than a million pounds, I would guess, or something around that. Mm-hmm. And um, the camera's not the best, it, it works well, but when you get close areas and like you know, you've got built up 3D areas around yourself, like walls or um, boulders or whatnot, it gets a bit stuck behind and you kind of have to manoeuvre a bit with the right stick to get it right again yeah but all the the jumping and the platforming and the objectives and that are really good a lot of fun the boss first boss I thought was really good fun as well really well done it's just a really likeable platformer I mean the, the problem is I suppose 
someone like you, you would just pick holes in it because you played Mario Odyssey. <laughs> but it wouldn't be fair. Do you know what I mean? It wouldn't be fair to do that because this is probably a tiny studio. Probably, I wouldn't even say 10% to what the stuff that worked on the, the Nintendo. Cause it's part 200, maybe 300 people worked on Odyssey. Yeah, probably more, but yeah. Yeah. Right, and then obviously the budget again, complete chalk and cheese. And I think I'm playing it and just appreciating I really like the design, I really like the characters, the story, it's quite fun. Um you know, it's got the different areas like Mafia Town, the other one's like a spooky graveyard town. Um the the base axe, so you drop into a hub and there's like seven or eight different acts in each hub and you unlock them in different um orders and some of them can't be completed until you've got certain hats and then there's time rifts in there and if you find these time rifts it takes you to another portal and one of them like it's like a videotape and you're doing six different sections in there and then the other one is like the, the blue um, time rifts are really good because they're like um, platform challenging platform sections mm. and the two I've done so far have been really good a lot of fun so is, yeah, it, just, is it like Mario in that there's not really much story you just set like no, a there isn't, challenge there is, world. I'd say decent there is a story there she's She's travelling somewhere and all her... She's got these time... What do you call them? Sand, egg timers. No, sand, sand timer. Mm-hmm. Egg timer, yeah. Yeah, she's got those and they've, someone was knocking on a window in space and they drilled a hole and they all got sucked out and she needs to find them so there are fuel to get to where she's going and that's basically the plot. But they call every planet, glasses. Hourglasses, that's, that's it. it yeah, yeah. So yeah. Every, egg every timer. Pla- <laughs> yeah. Every planet you go to, like they've got some of your um, Everglasses... And mm-hmm. you want to get them back, obviously. And um, yeah, it's good. I really like it. Well, don't get me wrong. That's on PlayStation Four. And yes, other things. And Xbox One. I think it's coming to Switch at some point. Mm-hmm. Don't get me right. wrong. It probably won't sell well on Switch because people go, "Oh, where are you buy this?" And all this, but, you know, <laughs> everything sells well. Lots sell a while on the Switch. I'd like it to sell on Nintendo's console because that would, to me, say that yeah, the. People on there, they are, you know, it's not just, oh, snobbery on the Mario part or anything like that, but it's just wanting to play a good game. Mm. I but, might pick up if it was the right price. Yeah, but you might pick holes in it as well. Yeah, well, it's playing, it's if it's on a Nintendo console, you know, Yeah, it's got to be compared to the other things in it that it's up against, like the similar style games. Yeah. I'm not in Mario snob, am I? Am I? Got it. I don't know. We'll find out when you play. <laughs> right. Um, did you play and finish Moss? No, I haven't got Moss yet. You haven't got Moss yet. Did you try the I demo? I can't buy any more VR game. No, I, I am going to play my VR demo at some point this week because I need to make space. And the demos are 35 gigabyte, you know. Yeah, they're not small. So I need to crack on with that finish those demos, play the games, and then put what I want on the list, and then uh, move on. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So, similar to Moss, I thought you'd played that, actually, but similar to Moss is the new game announced at the Tokyo Game Show out a few days later. Mm-hmm. Is it Astro... Is it Bot or Boy? It's Boy, isn't it? It wasn't announced at the Tokyo Game Show. Wasn't it? I thought it was. Shown what, and then released. Two weeks ago? Yeah, pretty much. No, we've known about it for about two months, three months. Astro Boy. Astro Bot. Bot, sorry. Yeah, we've known about it for a couple of months. Oh, okay. It's the first I saw it when it was um, shown at Tokyo. 
Tokyo yeah. Game Show. <laughs> I love Tokyo. Don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, Astro Boy. Showing it. Tokyo Astro Game Bot. Bot. <laughs> <laughs> um, looks amazing. Yeah. And I want it. It, does. it sounds a lot like Mars. Like level just sits around you like a platformy type thing and you run around yeah. jumping you've got to push your head in and look around um, I'm excited about this first VR excitement I've had probably since Moss yeah because Moss was very exciting I loved Moss yeah um, are you going to pick it up? well I don't want to buy anything but it's getting that much hype yeah and the reviews are that good If I think I don't know how much it is. I think if it's £20, I think I might be tempted, you know? Yeah, me too. I've got a few quid lying around and I've got some money in my account and I'm like, hmm. It's got to be done. Yeah. I think I'll be tempted to jump on it while it's hyped up. The only thing, the only reservation I have is Red Dead. And I've got got a target (laughs) of stuff I want to clear before it comes out. And I've also got Pez, which is in the way of my target because I just keep playing bloody Pez now I heard the main campaign campaign on Astrobot is four hours that's small but yeah but you can't do everything in the first four hours the bloke said on the review he said you probably have to go back and maybe double that to complete everything and that's if you're good and know what you're doing mm-hmm. so I think if it's £20 and there's an 8 hour to 10 hour campaign there, I think that's good value not bad you don't want much more in VR because you get a bit no. sick. Yeah. I think what's what's interested me most is that I was dead certain before I got on the VR was that only really first person would work. But it seems that Moss and Astrobot, both third person games, are probably two of the top five, maybe top two games on VR. I told you this. And you were like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> I did say this. You're hallucinating again, Anthony. <laughs> Should so we just record. quickly mention while we're talking about reviews how good the, re- the, the, the most new Assassin's Creed is reviewing? Didn't I know. in crazy reviews? I know. Are you tempted? Only because it's a Greek setting. I love games in the Greek setting. Yeah. Um, but I won't buy it because, again, huge time sink. I think that would probably be as big as Red Dead. Yeah, I think it's just a weird decision to drop but it so close to Red Dead. It's going to be on my list for after Christmas. Mm. Yeah, problem, it is weird. I, I think it'll sell well. I think a lot of people will buy that and chop it in. Mm. When's it end? Next Friday? Or tomorrow? I don't want to say because I don't know when this pod's going out. <laughs> yeah, I've got to get it out before Red Dead. Yeah. Um, I don't know when it's out. But I know it's close to Red Dead and I think that's yeah. brave. But then it's reviewing really well. They're obviously confident with it. Yeah deservedly I mean rightfully perhaps because it is getting crazy reviews I've heard nothing but hype and good stuff I haven't played a yeah. Red Dead for a long time I mean the last one intrigued me a bit but I wasn't completely sold on the Egypt setting but mm. the Greek setting really does tick a lot of boxes for me see I was interested in the London one but then I just no still too close to my I was still tired mm. of it the Egypt one sounded good, but it sounded like too much. I think I was playing Zelda at the time. I was like, no, <laughs> bad time. What's interesting to me is a lot of people saying that it's it's almost full-on role-play game with all the differences you can 
and options can change the story. The, a lot of people are saying, um, making Witcher three comparisons with it. Oh, I haven't played that, so the comparisons don't mean much to me. But I know Witcher three is a very well regarded game. Yeah. So we'll see, but um, I, I think I might watch a couple of the, the reviews on YouTube that I trust, and um, it might go on the list for after Christmas. Like I say, Red Dead. Is it going to get bought after Christmas unless it's in one of the bundles with the PS4s that we're going to pick up? Mm. So, next. <laughs> next. Um, I started a way out the game you sent me in the post. Yes. it with Danny. This is the two, this is the game set in, when is it set? Like the 60s, 70s? Mm, it's not modern, no. is it? No, I would, say, I would say 70s, if I had to guess. Yeah, anyway. Two guys in prison doing a breakout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm enjoying it. I played it with you online, and I think... It didn't I'm quite in... work, did it? Not being in the same room, I don't think. No, Plus, was... I'd already played it. Yeah. I, kind of, I was kind of rushing... I felt like I was rushing to yeah. get to a point that you hadn't played, so we could start yes. like, doing it together. Yeah. And then you and your son finished it before we had a chance to play anymore. Yeah, we got the platinum, because we... Bitches. He's bitching. <laughs> He's bitching at that game, bro. Um, I haven't got I haven't a single trophy yet, and I'm quite far in. Should I have? Uh, the trophies in that are more... I think there's only two or three story-related. The most of them are little hidden... Um, what do you call them? Meta-secrets? Yeah. I games like and me. games. Like there's a little, I told you about there's a Zelda one in there, which is fabulous. Um, I don't remember that. Don't tell me. I'll find it. I'm not going to tell you. Um, do you want me to give you a hint where it is, though? Because you will miss it. Yeah. It's very hard. But basically, in the farm section, there's quite a few hidden trophies around there to do. Yeah. Okay. So, farm. Okay. Have a little look for the farm. Yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, really enjoying it. Danny, not a big gamer, hasn't played a game for a while, but she used mm-hmm. to like Uncharted, so I thought I could sell her on this. And I did. She's enjoying it. Yeah, it's good. It is a very good game. It is, yeah. Very good. So it's on screen at the same time. The one thing I don't like is, and I didn't know how I was going to handle it, but when, because it's like, you're not doing the same thing. You're both off, not always, you're both yeah. off doing your own little story that come yeah. together. And there's, yeah. if you're talking, and then Danny's talking, the characters, to, yeah. to NPCs, only one will be loud talking and yes. the other one you're like oh I've got to read the subtitles and they're subtitles. quite small <laughs> you don't like that I don't like it no I don't know what I would have preferred to be honest it like, makes sense though doesn't it it surely? does make sense but I don't know I don't know what I would have preferred don't know how they could have got around that but I think no so. they couldn't no unless they just stopped the one interacting while the other one did yeah just because maybe you can yeah enlarge Do that the in the menus maybe you can can you don't know. You shouldn't monitor. You check the menus, though, should you? <laughs> <laughs> should come with my facts correct. Yeah, um, boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I haven't escaped jail yet. Sounds like I do if there's a farm bit. But it's, yeah, it's such. It's a. I actually think it's one of the best stories in the game that I've played in a long, long time as well. It's so well written. Mm. You know, people might think mm, it is. It's really well written, and mate, the final third of the game is just fantastic really good very very good really enjoyed it to get there 
Yeah, it's not a long game either. You'll get there at some point, obviously at some point, but it's not that big a game, but it's so much fun. Yeah. There's some bits that are like, um, I don't know, like the escape from jail, the way you do it, the way you get out of your cell, is you dig around the toilet and you pull it out. I was like, this toilet has no plumbing at all. (laughs) It's very strange. Oh my God. (laughs) I couldn't help but notice it. And Danny was like, yeah, you're right. How does that toilet even work? Oh, you two are so sad. <laughs> that is pathetic. Come on, you got to admit, you chisel around, you Are you one it. of those people that plays a video game in, like, GTA, and when the car flips upside down, you go, oh, my God, there's not even any exhausts. It's just a flat black bottom. There's no, no exhausts, all gear, no, 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 engine, no. exhaust box here. I'm How does this car even run? I'm not like that. <laughs> But that was weird. But I'm I'm enjoying it. It's a good good story. Good good two player game. The way it interacts and splits and comes back together and the yeah the, you have to work together to get it done. It's good. Yes, enjoying it a lot. Um, it's I a really good game. It is. Let's move on from games. Let's talk. Um, let's do your film roundup before we oh, do God. Netflix Club. Dave's movie going down. Yeah, every time. <laughs> Ridiculous. I think, I think you've watched eight since the last time we spoke. Yes, which is insane. I'm probably going to get if anyone watches this, going to get slated for my first opinion. Cause I've been, you're going to talk. You don't even need to tell me why I've taken this long. I've been wanting to watch this film for years, and I bought it. And um, it's one of Christopher Nolan's favourites, if not his favourite film. It's 2001: A Space Odyssey. Oh yeah, I've watched this. I can actually talk about this with you. Go on. I didn't like it. No, I didn't. Um, I thought it was beautiful to look at, and I loved. I think it still looks great now. Like when she walks around the shuttle inside, upside down, and stuff. And I think it still look, that's amazing now. But I didn't like it. And I had to Google what it was about. Like with the, um, you know, like the stones, what they was doing, the effect they was having on people, and and it was just a bit too. What's the word, Ant? When there's no. I don't want to be spoon. Yeah, I was going to say ambiguous, but I don't want to be spoon-fed my films and stories and answers and narratives and that. But that was just a bit too like I could imagine lots of people sitting there like really smart asses nodding in in approval, like (laughs) oh yeah, stroking their beards. I see Mm. what Kubrick's Mm. gone for here. This is art. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and I'd be there going, "No, this is ass." And I like Kubrick and a lot, you know, you know me and I love a film with a good story, narrative, and I like it to be, I, I don't mind having to think visual storytelling yeah. over narrative, but come on, makes sense. You shouldn't have to go and Google it because you haven't been to university and learnt all about this stuff in your life. So what, or the, read the books. The stones you mentioned, what stones? I don't remember stones. At the beginning. You start, there's a black stone, isn't there, when the apes wake up the next day and yep. they kind of like, ooh, ooh, and then they touch it. And yeah. Basically, that was sent to help fast forward the intelligence and the growth. So then they found the bones and then they started to realise, oh, the bone can be used as a tool. Okay. So then they start beating the apes. And then the second one is on the planet and they touch it, don't they? And that's when they're kind of like mining the... Is it the moon? Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it's the moon or somewhere. And then you fast forward, is it 18 months? I can't and remember. I remember yeah, the end. I remember the end thinking, 
No, I've got no idea. And by what the this end of the film, he, he touches the star, though, and he becomes a star child, and you know he's watching over planet Earth, and I was just like, nah. <laughs> I, I was starting to lose me at one point, but then when Hal came, it got involved. You know, like the evil AI. That is the best bit. I love that. Yes. I know I always believed, and it's my own fault, but I thought it was a film about the evil AI. Yeah, to be fair, that's the impression I, I had I thought it was about like how mankind had gone from being apes to this amazing civilization that it was about to conquer space, but our undoing was uh, our right. invention of AI, you know, which is always a great storyline, I think. Yeah. Um, it always helps excel films, you know, and um, it wasn't. And I think, yeah, the sorry. Fact that, I think the fact that that's the bit I enjoyed most, and that's the bit you thought it was about. Yeah, I think that says shows that. Yeah, says it all. Yeah. The actual point of the film was a bit lost on me. Yeah. So yeah, that was the first one I watched, and yeah, like I say, disappointed. Um, I did review Monster House last time, didn't I? Yeah. Um, okay. I did. Yeah, that's what the stars on. Okay. And then I watched, and I blitzed this in about two days, Bodyguard on BBC One. That was fantastic. It was Rob Stark from Game yeah. of Thrones. I said that's not work. I says, Rob Stone? Rob Stark? <laughs> Rob, Rob Stark? What's he got to do with this? Is the main guy in Bodyguard, Rob Stark? He went, no, it's not. And I went, it is. And he went, no, it ain't. I went, Google it. And he Googled it. And he went, oh, my God. I can't believe Rob Stark's in... Oh. How did he yeah, not so... realise... Yeah, no, I don't know, mate. I think it was because he had a Yorkshire accent in... Is that not in, his actual uh, accent? No, he's Scottish. Oh, is he? Yeah. Why did he adopt a Yorkshire accent for... Because he's from the north. Oh, of course. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, I mean, it's not the north of England. He could have adopted any old accent. Yeah, but they'd sure be and all that, didn't they, as oh, well? Yeah. I think it was good the way they did it because, you know... It makes sense to me, anyway. Um, yeah, everybody who lives in, um, what's it called? Glen, the King, King's Landing. Mm. They should all be like, yeah, but uh, does he like me? Uh, shut <laughs> up. Shouldn't they really? They should be like Essex girls and that. No, no, they should be like Kent. Very terribly well-spoken. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, on the outside, Sorry. be like, shut up. Yeah, the poor people <laughs> within King's Landing should all be yeah. like that. Essex, Essex. <laughs> <laughs> then I watched, and I'm going to watch this again. I've never seen it in my life. I feel bad about it, but I, had, I bought it and watched it because the new one's out in two weeks. Halloween, the original. And I've never Halloween? No, oh not God. all the way through. And, mate, I watched it. Fucking hell. What a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even joking. It's, oh, it's good, I can it? see why people reference it so much it is so well shot I mean I don't know if it was expensive at the time it was made it $355,000 no it's um, I'm pretty sure that was a two string it doesn't look cheap and oh my god mate I could wax lyrical about that film how good is Absolutely. Jamie Lee Curtis as well she's fantastic I was a bit shocked it was an 18 because I didn't think there was anything really bad in it but I suppose at the, the time yes mm. I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. I think it's probably like... I've been watching a lot of films, obviously, recently, but catching up on films I haven't seen in years, like The Lost Boys and that, and my top ten has just changed around loads. Really? Yeah. So that was that. Then I watched Pitch Perfect 3, because that's a guilty pleasure. That was all right. Daughter liked that, actually. 
then I watched The Accused the other night, Jodie Foster, um, a quick description, girls raped in a bar, um, and the lawyer gets the men sent down, but on different terms. But then she goes after the people in the bar who watched and cheered and never did anything to get watched them. Watched and cheered? This sounds yeah. like a brutal movie. You don't see the rape scene until the end, and it is quite bad. But um, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant film. Jodie Foster's fantastic in it. Um, And then I watched two Duffers, man. Oh dear. Insidious, the last key, and I enjoyed the Insidious series, but that was shit. Oh, my friend said she watched that today. Was that on Sky? Yeah. Yeah, she said she called it off Sky. She said it was a bit rubbish. Yeah, it was really bad. I mean, there was one scare in it which got me when he comes out the suitcase. But the rest of it was just like it wasn't intimidating. There was no tension. The atmosphere wasn't there. Um, I could go on and on. Um, It was just bad. Then I watched The Midnight Man, which I recorded because Robert England was in it. Obviously, Robert England played Freddy Krueger. I think he might play two roles in this, the the demon and the doctor. Mm. Um, It's had potential. It's about you play this game at midnight and the midnight man comes out and you have to survive in your own home till 3.30. If not, he obviously rips you to shreds. And if you leave the house, he kills you as well. Um, he cheats in the game if he can. The midnight man uh, does. Yeah. Um, but it was just, they just messed it up because like they added an extra character in the middle. And he's like, all right, so you're adding an extra character. I wonder why. Oh yeah. So we can have an extra death scene. <laughs> really, really pointless. Um, Mate, I honestly think this film had it was a good idea and it had potential, but they just they just fucked it up. Mm. But yeah, um, and then there's one more which we need to discuss. Yes, a Netflix film. Is that what you're talking about? That again? Yes, Nick of Time. (laughs) Nick of Time. So full spoilers. This was the film you should have watched, so we can discuss it now. Nick of Time with Mm -hmm. I. It's called Nick of Time. I keep wanting to see Nicolas Cage. It's Johnny Depp. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. An actor, yeah. I haven't actually seen him much, Christopher Walken. I know oh, I love people's him. impressions of him more than I do him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so this was the first film I can really remember him being in a lot that I've ever seen, which is weird. I don't watch nearly as many films as you, obviously. <laughs> no one. Who does? does? Yeah. <laughs> Only professional film critics. Mark Mode. <laughs> yeah. Um... So yeah, I was he was good in this, really good. Um it was it's nine from ninety four, isn't it? And it ninety four, ninety five was it? Yeah, and it sure showed ninety five. It showed though, didn't it? Yeah, it did. The way it was shot and the it, I felt it was really overacted by almost everybody. Really? Yeah, didn't you? Um no well, I enjoy, I enjoyed it. Yeah, there's a couple of characters for like Felt like uh, there was meant to be comedic relief, but it wasn't quite getting, you know what I mean? It wasn't quite funny enough. Which and I didn't think the film needed the shoe the, shine. Um, the shoe shine. Yeah. I didn't think it needed the comedic relief. I think I felt like they could have kept the tension there. Because at points I felt like it was going to go a bit die hard. Yeah, I thought perhaps it, it was going to go die hard. Yeah, and it never did. And I think it might have been better if it did. <laughs> mm. But obviously, yeah. it wouldn't have fitted Johnny Depp's character, cause, which was odd because. He kind of protects his daughter at the start against those stupid rollerbladers. And I thought, oh, he's got a bit of a steel about him here. Mm. But then he kind of, like, I don't know. I just thought, like, like, at that point when there was in the van, he might have just turned and just, I don't know, I know it's a film, but... 
I don't know. That's a good point, because he... He... Obviously, it wasn't any accident about it with those rollerbladers at the start. No. And they could have got up and been, like, beat him up, really. Yeah. So you'd thought he'd be able to handle himself, but he's quite a wuss. Yeah. Strange one. Throughout? Yeah, throughout. I don't know. Did I liked it? it. I did li- I did like it. It kept my attention yeah. start to finish. Quite yeah, tense. That's, yeah, it was short. That helped. Yeah, so hour and a half is perfect. 20, 30 minutes? Yeah. And that's what it is, because it's a nice little thriller, hour and 30 minutes, very simple premise, uh, and it just gets on with it, doesn't it, straight away? Mm. Yeah. Like, I liked, I did like the scene at the start with Christopher Walken and that. You're kind of like, what's going on? When he's going, what about them two? And he's like, no, 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 they're too old. Mm. And then they go over to the other two in the French. Yeah, you get bloody foreigners. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was, it was fun. I think that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, it was. It was fun. Who was this you, Sean? Who was the actor? I couldn't tell you, mate. I recognised him, but I couldn't tell you where he was from. Yeah, I'd meant to Google it, but I haven't. But I it's one of those films, isn't it? And you'll probably never watch it again. No. Uh, even if you came in and you pissed up and you had a kebab in your hand and it was on, you probably watched like 10, 15 minutes of it. But not like, say, I don't know if you like the Bourne films. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, say they're on ITV a lot, aren't they, in Sky Movies? Now, sometimes I'm just, I just think, oh, I wonder if it's on that bit that I really enjoy. So I put it on, and I think, oh, it's not. And I think, yeah, but it's only 20 minutes away. And then <laughs> end up watching the whole film. Yeah. But that's Bourne for you, because it's really well acted, well written, and well shot. Yeah, if you catch five minutes of Bourne, you're in. <laughs> it's the whole film's being yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed Nick of Time, it was good. Yeah, good selection, because we've had a couple of bums, haven't we, recently? Yeah, and I hope my next pick isn't going to be. Is there anything else you want to add to Nick of Time? Because you, you didn't think it was overacted. No, because um, well, it's hard to say, isn't it? Because cause I've seen a lot of Christopher Walken. I know that's just how he acts. I wasn't <laughs> you know what I mean? him. It was more Johnny Depp. I didn't... No, I actually thought, and I said this, that was Johnny Depp when he was a really good actor. When okay. he could do diversity, and I think like since I've seen him in Pirates, he just he, he just seems like a washed up, like he's just going from jo- rolling from job to job mm. to pay the bills. And I know he's not in that position, but I don't think the effort or the passions there like it was once was. I could be completely wrong. To me, in this film, he didn't really he didn't really do anything like emotion wise. He never really showed much. I think if you take the scene out at the start where he kicks the rollerbladers over and that kind of gives you the instinct that it's it's trying to, to me, show you that, yeah, he's got some balls about him, this lad has. Like, he don't give a shit. And he'll protect his daughter, you know, because that's what he's doing. But then you go to this complete whim. Now, it would have been better at the start instead of kicking the skateboarders over. If he's like, please, can you just, just, just leave us alone? We just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Acted a bit more wimpish then. Then that would have portrayed him better throughout the film. But... Because you saw that scene where he kicks him over and he's like, oh, what tree are you going? Or he says something really funny, doesn't he? Like an Arnie one-liner. Yeah. And it which doesn't... Yeah. So good, I, I, can't, I can remember it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think they should have portrayed him as, like, a wimp from the start, basically. Mm, that would have been... But well, then, no. would they have picked him? The cops? Well, yeah, they only picked him because he said his daughter. Oh, yeah, that's true. She was the blackmail. Yeah. The leverage. Yeah, the, that's the, the leverage. Yeah. 
And the, the only other scene which I thought was total bollocks was, you know, when he put, runs to the van, he points a gun at the woman's head and she's got the gun at his daughter. Mm. Now, I think most parents would have thought, you know what, if I don't get the job done and I, I can't kill an innocent person, I think I might just take my chances here and blow her head off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because shoot her in the head, I guess there's a chance... She could pull know. the trigger, but it's very it. unlikely. If you shoot someone in the brain, I doubt you're going to get a message to your fingers to shoot. Would there just be a spasm, perhaps? Well, that's what they say, don't they? But I think you'd be willing to take the risk at that point. I don't know. Yeah, I'd pull the trigger, I think. I think I would have. Another thing with it being from the 90s, I wasn't worried about the outcome at any point. No. You knew it was going to end. You knew the kids were going to die. Um, you knew the the governess was going to be safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, was, it was way too predictable. It was fun, though, and I suppose that's what matters. And to be honest, they did a good job of making it tense, knowing yeah. that everyone would be okay. The only person that died was the assistant. I think there was a great feeling that they did a really good job of making you feel like you really had nowhere to go. Yeah. Like how the sheriff was in on it, then the copper was in on it, then the um, husband was in on it, and the the um, the investors. That was really good. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like was when they like picked him up at the airport and said, you've got to go there. And then every time he tried to turn away, walking was there. It's yeah. like, just give him a lift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like that. I was like, what the... F-? And then she drove there and tried to ram the... the drove there and tried to ram off, ram him off the road when he was talking to the bloke. And I was yeah. like, come on. Yeah, it's like, just drive him there. It's like, why are you making him go there by himself? What's the, what's the point of that? Unless that was because he was being recorded by those Japanese people when he turned up. When he turned up, he was... But, that was but that's what I mean. Did they record him getting out the taxi? No. Because they say, oh, look. Why would they have randomly recorded him, the same Japanese tourist couple? Because they was recording him throughout, wasn't they, on purpose? But I I think that was saying, oh, look, here's the evidence afterwards. Yeah, that's what they was doing it for. But why but would if you they got out the van, at the airport? <laughs> you are. Why would they record him at the airport? No, when he, when he got out the taxi at the hotel is when they wanted to record him. Oh, okay, I see. You know what I mean? This yeah. is him arriving from the taxi. <laughs> you know what I mean? recording him for no real reason. <laughs> yeah, like like when he's recording his wife and then he turns and faces him with the camera. I thought, well, you can't use that. No, his full face is filling yeah. the screen. It's yeah, weird. It's, it's just like, yeah. Very strange. I mean, you could pick holes in it all day, couldn't you? But it is what it is and it's a good, it, was a good, it was a good fun film. Yeah, it was. Very good. Enjoyed it. And yours? So what, yours, what is your selection? Well, mine, I'd never heard of it, and it was pushed at me after watching Nick of Time. Yeah. It's called The Discovery. Okay. It's a Netflix original that I had never heard of. Yeah. And I was watching the trailer, and I thought, this is quite good. Don't watch the trailer, by the way. I was yeah. watching it, it's like, this is good, this is good. And I was like, ooh, ooh, oh, it's getting weird. Oh, okay. And I stopped watching the trailer and thought, that's my pick. Okay. So it's a film? It's a film, yeah. Okay. Make sure you text me this so I can make sure I add it to my list. I think it might be on my list. The Discovery. It's got a famous actor in it. I can't remember who it is. Click on my phone and see. 
It's got Jason Siegel, Robert Redford, and Rooney Mara. Director Charlie McDowell. Oh, one minute. Is this the one when they die? I don't know. Oh, no, yeah, it is. The synopsis. No, it's someone who's doing research into what happens after you die. Yeah, I've seen it. You've seen it? Yeah, it's been out ages. But I've never heard of it. I thought perhaps it was new. <laughs> it's been out about two years. Two years? Is it good? I, I enjoyed it, yeah, it's good. Okay, good I'll leave it on my watch list, but <laughs> we'll have to pick another one now. Yeah, because will, mate. You'll have to, because you haven't oh, seen God. anything. I'm two years behind, apparently. All right, well, let's wrap the podcast up and I'll put my PlayStation and have a look, okay? Well, we, need right? pick, we need to pick it on oh, the podcast. We can't wrap it up, can we? No. Go on, oh, I've heard you boot it up. Oh, Corey's selling PlayStation touchpads for £35. I've just bought mine, haven't I? That Sunset Orange one. Should have yeah, talked no. about that. It's a nice pad. I don't think it, I don't think that colour's in the sale. No, that colour's um, only available at Argos, from what I can tell. It's nice, yeah. though. Although yeah, it is nice. The, the issue I had, I think I told you, is the touchpad is still black. The yeah. actual touchpad, not, you know, you call the whole thing the touchpad, but the, the touch panel is still black, and the PlayStation home button is grey. When everything else is that lovely blue, they strip the colour off the four face buttons, and they're just white. It's, have to send me that picture again. Look at that. Send me a more look at it again. It's still on your phone. It's on my Instagram. Yeah, I've got Instagram. Have you? No, I never get enough. Why? It's just Facebook, eh, with pictures. It's no, it's not. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Facebook is. You know, just it a, is. Facebook is a stream of ridiculous memes. So is Instagram. No, it's it not. Is what I'm doing. Mine it isn't. Is. Mine isn't. I'm not saying yours is, but a lot of people's is. Mine is. A I know well... it's probably, We're not using Facebook. We don't like social media, but they put about hundred pictures on Instagram every day of what they're doing. We don't follow those weirdos. Uh, follow the pro- professional well not professionals but the ones who take nice photos and playstation and I don't know cool people right are we after a film we're after a film that's yeah. meant to be good isn't it That what does it mean when it says limited series series I don't know does that mean it's not all out yet god knows let's have a look no I'd say this is that, that Maniac the new one ten episodes oh I've not watched that that is that's on my list, though, obviously. We're not doing TV series, are we? We're doing films. No, films. I can't commit Don't to forget TV Making Murderer starts 19th. Oh, yeah. Have you seen I Kill Giants? No, I've heard it's good. Let's pick I'll pick that, then. That's on my list. Okay. Oh, so you've made me beat my PlayStation up for nothing. What an a Right, I Kill Giants. But apparently, Ooh, that, that other one's good, too. I think this is the new film from the guy who made Green Room and Blue Room. It's called Hold the Dark. It's meant to be fantastic. Is it on Netflix? Yes, it's just been added. I'm adding it to my list as we speak. What's it called? Hold the Dark? Hold the Dark. Which which do you want? No, yours are going to be your option. I'm just telling you to add this to your list. Oh, I'm adding it. Hold the Dark. Doing it on my phone and it's not responding. What do you think of the new iPhone? I haven't seen it. Haven't you? Not even like an advert. 
I've seen the adverts, but it's just an iPhone, isn't it? Just, just an iPhone. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's so special about this one? It's full screen. It's got no home button. The screen goes right to the edges. It goes like into the curves. The screen's curved at the edge. Like there's yeah. no corner. Yeah. And that's the main difference, really. <laughs> but it looks beautiful. But it's too expensive for me. I'd love to get the Max. But then How much is it? It's scary money. It's like 70 quid a month for like the, the cheapest one on EE. 100 quid a month, some of them. Wow. Many I mean, who? how many people have got £100 a month to do... To put on a phone. Jesus Christ, there's something wrong with people these days. I know. You can get it for, I think, £45 a month at Virgin, but that's on a three-year contract. And this How is the £45 or £42, pounds, something like that. That's a three-year £32 deal. Pounds. £42. Pounds. Oh. Something like that. But then, well, Mine's 25 and it runs out in £26.20 at the moment. It runs out in, in um, December. Okay, I think I've got a six S. But um You got I thought you had a seven. I think you've got the seven S. I ain't got the S, have I? How do you know? How do you tell? Can you go in your settings and tell? Um, I don't know actually. You've got a newer one than me because you had that force touch thing that mine didn't have. How do you tell phone you got? <laughs> We're not old men at all. Right, let's have a look. I'm going into my settings. It must tell me somewhere. Yeah, because this is your... This is your area, this is... General about. Here we go. Network, songs, video, blah, blah, blah. Legal. I'm going to ask Siri. Siri's bound to know. Siri, what phone do I have? Interesting question. Not even she knows, mate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what chance have we got there? Yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe it says on the back. Mine just says iPhone S. I oh, see, so you've got... Maybe you've got the 6S. Designed by Apple in California, assembled in China. Model A... A... A1688. What the hell? How do you know what phone you've got? This has got to be a six. Maybe. Maybe you've got the success. I can't see this being a seven. I know you're. I've, I've had it two more. years. How long has the seven been out? Um, but there's been the seven. What seven year did the seven come eight. out? Because I wouldn't have been able to afford the seven when that came out. I don't know. We said it's one a year, and there was six, six S, seven, seven S, eight, eight S, ten. They skipped nine, didn't they? Went for the ten oh, year anniversary. Or something? No, it was the ten year anniversary of iPhone, which Yeah, you ask Siri what the model number is then? Or can you Google it? Um I've got no idea. iTunes will tell me. How? Because it knows it's got my phone back up on it. This is really good podcast material. <laughs> have we picked a film we're going with my one aren't we yeah 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 which was I Kill Giants yeah I do want to watch that it's meant to be good isn't it yeah 
Well, I don't know. I've just found it looked interesting, so I added it to my list. I used to, like, look for people's opinions on films and stuff, but Netflix just pushes things at me. I'm like, yeah, I'll watch that. Hmm. Oh, I think I have to plug my phone into it to know. God damn it. Music. What about the App Store? I'll tell you what you got. No, I don't think so. God, why doesn't Siri know? Siri should know what phone she's operating on. My phone should know what phone it is somewhere. Network songs, video for applications. Oh, model. Hang on. Oops. Ooh. I press model and it changes the numbers. That seems weird. Oh my god. There must be people screaming at us who are listening to this. Like, it's so easy. Do this, this, and this. <laughs> I'm going to Google. I want to know now what my phone is. I've just updated my Mac and I've chosen this new display option and everything's like black and dark instead of bright. It's supposed to be how you concentrate. It's a bit odd to get used to. Yeah. What am I looking at? What? Okay. Okay, open the settings app. Which I'm in. At the top you'll see Apple ID iCloud profile. Yep. yep. Scroll down until you see your devices. You found that? What am I on again? Sorry, I, was, I thought you were just speaking out loud, thinking out loud. Go on, settings. Go on, settings. It says at the top you'll see the iCloud and your name and stuff. David Arms Apple ID, yep. Oh, there it is. Go in there, click, click on that, yep. and it's on there. Where? Near iPhone 6S. I've got the iPhone 6 Plus. So is that bigger than mine, or is that it's, newer? It's bigger, yours is newer, unless you've got the Plus 6S. No. So you've got the the normal size phone S version. Is that mm. your missus's? Oh. I thought you got her old phone. No, this is a new one. This new is. One. I was going to have hers, but she upgraded hers not long back. Harrison wants this when I'm done with it. I can't believe the, your kid's not much older than your nine little girl, and he wants a phone and stuff. I'm not ready for this at all. Better do, mate. You won't have credit or anything, honey. He'll only have WhatsApp, so he can use it in the house. And I'll make monitor. I'll, che- I'll do random checks. He's got a phone upstairs now. He don't use it, to be fair, and he uses it for YouTube. He'll go in the shower, and he watches, like, four, like, YouTube videos while he's showering. While he's showering? <laughs> Is it your waterproof? He puts it on the sh- on the windowsill. <laughs> leans it up against something, and he just stands in there, like, watching it. Yeah, yeah they grow up. Fortnite videos. Yeah, it's like someone's... Made he... stupid, done a voiceovers on the videos, it's shit. Does he but still play it a lot? Yeah, he loves it. My daughter plays it, she loves it. Kids are mad for it, man. They are. Just took over Minecraft. Minecraft seems somehow creative and borderline educational. Yeah. I didn't mind that as a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Not that I've got anything against Fortnite, it just doesn't seem as worthy or... I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But I think what it is is 
it's fun and a lot of kids love it and just I think it's like the teaming up and playing with your mates and building fortresses and stuff on it I think that's the appeal to it yeah I, I don't know I can't honestly put my finger on it because I don't get it because everyone was sitting there and she was saying I actually think I want to play this game when Eva was playing it because like, obviously we always make sure she plays when we're there when she plays it you said that and your uh, wife yeah, she says, I think I could play this. And I was thinking, no, you fucking couldn't. I was thinking, you'd struggle with a fucking Telltale. Yeah. Like, it's twin stick love. Let's start you on something simpler. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Does your wife ever play games? No, not really. She plays, you know, when we play like the Playlink games when friends come around, she'll play them. Mm. She does enjoy those, to be fair. Because the kids all go upstairs and we start drawing knobs and stuff on the phones. <laughs> <laughs> the big kids are playing. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Does um, Danny, Danny play the Uncharted? I guess they're a bit twin-sticky. Not like a proper twin-stick shooter. The Uncharted games, because you camera on one, character with the other. Yeah. And Zelda she played. Not the newest one, but she liked Zelda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bit of a gamer. A little bit. It's good. Mm, can be. Like playing a way out with her. Yeah. But like I said, the first game she's played in her, you just. It's more interested in watching Toby and Made in Chelsea. Oh, did I tell you I bought Wayward Sky on the PlayStation VR? No. I'm sure you recommended it to me. Wayward Sky? Yeah. What is it? It's got good reviews. It's Jesus, more. The artist's ridiculous. What is Wayward Sky? I don't think I recommended it to you. I don't think I did. Wayward Sky. Wayward Sky. No. Saying it slowly didn't help. <laughs> what is it? I couldn't tell you. You haven't played it yet? No, mate. My, my, my VR list. I've got to start eating them. I'm going to delete that because I'm not going to play that one called Jack Live on the VR. Which one? You know, the We Happy Few VR game they made. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to bother with that. Got Tumble VR, the Playroom VR, that's all, but you've got the Astrobot game on. Oh, I'm trying Wayward Sky. I played the demo of this. It was good fun. I bought, did I buy that? Psychonauts of the Rhombus of Ruin? Jesus Christ, I didn't even know I bought that. That's um, the VR one, yeah? Yeah. Right, I'm going to hit my VR up tomorrow. <laughs> I need to get off pairs that's what I need to do but I'm enjoying it why should I <laughs> yeah exactly um, do you want to wrap it up and then I'll talk to you about something else if you want yeah let's wrap let's finish there because we've rambled on quite a lot there yeah. um, thank you for listening this was the We Don't Go Out podcast you can catch me on Twitter I'm at Anthony Hulse Dave is at Dave Holmes 82 at We Don't Go Out is the podcast on Twitter and we'll catch you next time. See you, boy. Boy. <laughs>
No, I don't think so. I think she's still a kid, but she's going through. It's it's based on the phase where she could decides to become a witch or not. Oh, so it is the same universe, if you like. Yes, but yeah. obviously it's based on the books and that, but it's different characters and and you recognise the aunts in this because one of them is the girl from the office. Um, British office. Yes. Dawn. Dawn, yeah, she was in Wonder Woman, wasn't she? I've not seen Wonder Woman. Sorry. She's brilliant in Wonder Woman. Um, yeah, the, the new trailer they released today is brilliant. I mean, I was excited for it anyway because it's like coming out Halloween and stuff, but it looks fantastic, mate. It looks really good. <laughs> Sabrina on Netflix. Yeah, I think it's going to be like 15, by the look of it. Really? There's a series coming out on Netflix as well called um, The Haunting of the House on the Hill. And this is based on like some classic horror literature, which um, apparently all films always reference horror films because it's like the um, the grandfather yeah. of horror. Like everything you can think of, possession, haunting, exorcism, it all appears in this book of stories. And um, I watched a trailer for that on Netflix and I thought that looked pretty good. And apparently, you know, people who get to watch these Netflix shows, they get to like, I don't know, an office or somewhere and they get to watch the whole series in one blast at Netflix. Mm. And they're raving about it as well. So that's the first... What? I feel like that's a film that's been out of... Or... No, you're thinking of House on Haunted Hill, but this is The Haunting of the House on the Hill. Okay, got you. It's very it sounds simply obviously sensible because it's the same words in different orders. Yeah, yeah.